0: Welcome to another episode of NAFAM, the podcast. Hello. Hello.
1: Hi, and welcome.
0: I want to make this, um, through me saying this on our podcast, a formal request to Zach Bryan that we rename this podcast Spotless. Spotless? Spotless, his new song with the Lumineers, which he sings with Wesley Schultz.
1: You want to rename the podcast? We're going to rename it. That's going to be our
0: theme song as we come in because i like the i like the chorus to the song what's so, the chorus
1: can you read us the lyrics the
0: chorus says i ain't spotless neither <laughs> is you which eh, i don't know about my that i have
1: a problem with that
0: I, I i have a problem with it but it's a good song <laughs> for once in my life i'm gonna see it through if you want spotless i'll always lose i don't want love lover i want the truth so mm-hmm. we're not spotless yeah neither one of us are and nobody is but i like that it's not about that it's about the truth and i think that that's what we are is it about. Is what
1: i'm about i don't know that it's what you're about i <laughs> think <Make laughs> you're kind of along for the ride on that one
0: <laughs> well somebody's got to be <laughs> anyway
1: do we want to talk about the Lumineers concert that we were just at on friday night
0: probably okay you want to lead off with that sure so once again i me mean, make some yes. noise in the mic just for you. We saw the Lumineers on Friday. We had pit passes again, VIP pit passes. Mm-hmm. And so we got there way early. Mm-hmm. And on purpose. On purpose. Hung out for a couple hours in the lounge area that was dedicated to VIP, which yes. is nice. Yes. It wasn't really anything special except we got in early. We got to mm-hmm. relax. And they walked us to the pit before anybody else. Like yeah, that group. was
1: new this year. They did this silly little thing. Like they, they
0: treated us like kindergartners in did. single file line, and yeah. we all walked behind a, a sign. Yeah, with uh, and then you then know,
1: to stand there. It was like like we were on display for the general admission people right. to well, they wonder couldn't really what see we us were because they
0: weren't there yet. So we there were was, ahead of them.
1: There were some people there. Yeah. So anyway, no, there was people there. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Um. But we got to
0: go in the pit. Yeah. We were the third and fourth people, people in the pit. They escorted us. We to were the, the second pit. couple so in the pit. So we
1: got second choice so we got front and center next to the yes. other couple that was front and center exactly
0: <laughs> exactly and it was perfect weather yeah was a great concert it was and we've we we've said I mean I guess between each other they put on such a great show so mm-hmm. our bar is very high for them because the shows yeah. are phenomenal
1: mm-hmm. you and I have already spoken about how we felt that last year's pine knob experience with the Lumineers was a little better-hmm Um, we had, we, we had better spots this time, but there was a little more, um, they were a little more enthusiastic and engaging. I feel like last time, but we still had like, they were, they were still engaging. Like they had, they were, it
0: just just feels like we're so Mm -hmm. spoiled with seeing them. Yeah. That we've had so many great experiences. Well, we're not
1: necessarily spoiled. I mean, we pay for our experiences. They're not handed to us.
0: Well, I know. But we're fortunate <laughs> enough to be able to pay for the experiences to go and be yeah. in the pit uh-huh. and enjoy, you know, like this time, front row, center, mm-hmm. and have that experience. Yeah. So, yes, of course, it's not like it's given to us.
1: Yeah, but- yes, Yep. So the my big the big highlight of the concert for me was I've told this story a few times, so it's starting to feel I'm starting to feel like a broken record. But was my um, what would you call it interactions uh, nonverbal conversation with Jeremiah Freites.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nonverbal interaction, (laughs) conversation, call it that if you, I mean, you know.
1: Yes. Because we had, so what happened there is we had met, we were in the pit for about three hours before the Lumineers came on stage because that's what you got to do if you want to, you know, locate your spot and lock it in. So we had talked to the people around us there was a conversation in that time so the, there was a 14 a year old girl and her mom came from indiana and they were standing directly behind us and we all kind of like said hey we're gonna if anybody needs to use the bathroom we're gonna make sure that we protect our spots for each other so we had had some conversation with them and a couple other people too so anyways the girl the 14 year old was a huge fan she was a gym what was she what did i say she was a
0: fan addict which you didn't think was fan a term addict. but it is it is.
1: It's on UrbanDictionary.com. Go there. <laughs> so yeah,
0: you you had written this, and I was like, "That's not how you spell fanatic." Yeah, you're, like, you're No, so it's dumb. not. It's a fan addict. <laughs> okay. Anyways, no, so, noted.
1: Okay, so you're just not cool. That's the problem. I, I definitely am not um, cool. So, anyways, at one point, Jeremiah threw a pick, his guitar pick, into the pit, and this fourteen-year-old girl caught it, and she like totally like. Spazzed out, like lost it, what could not contain her excitement. And we were all excited for her. And I turned around and I was like, Oh my gosh, congratulations! Like, I was totally feeding into the hype for her. But then I turned around and I gave Jeremiah a thumbs up because I was like, You know, good job! Like, that was huge. Like, this good choice, a dream Jeremiah. come good true choice. for her. Um, anyways. <laughs> He like acknowledged that there was like some smile nods and winks. And I feel like that just kind of like he was just kind of watching us after that for a while. And then he threw a guitar pick at me and it fell short of the state of, of the pit. So it landed between us and the stage and um, we couldn't reach it. Yeah. And so he kind of like was like, oh, you could tell he was kind of like, oops. And then we had Ike was trying to, I considered like fly, like, show, like, tabbing the shoulder of the cameraman, but you told me I couldn't do that because yeah, he, he was, was he, trying was, to he had his, his camera on the tripod
0: tracking it back and forth yeah. on this track over the pick, like, for probably an hour. And yeah. yeah. So I was like, you can't He's distract him. So He's like focused yeah. on the band.
1: Yeah. Well, at this point, an hour had not gone by, but we just kept right. our eye on it. Right. I finally flagged down one of the security guys. He came over and he was like very friendly um usually they're not very friendly but he was very friendly and he was like what do you need and i told him and he said no i can't do that and then he like ran back to his spot uh-huh. and at that point jeremiah was back on his drum set i, I,
0: I would like to clarify that okay point. he said he couldn't do it he was very nice about it It was literally two feet in front of us on the floor right in front I know, of him but
1: he don't think he's allowed to pick no no, no. Up. i'm
0: just i'm just saying what what the, what the request was wasn't like oh it's way over there can you go, go? i know he wasn't allowed to what i'm right. saying it wasn't like a big deal it was yeah. just like oh just hand that to us like yes. i could almost reach over and grab it but i couldn't do that because that would be violating the you know the pit uh, space so uh, uh,
1: yeah exactly yeah. so anyways at that point uh, he says no it runs back to his spot jeremiah is at his drum set at this point and he's still watching us because then all of a sudden he gestures to me like oh sorry he gives a shrug he a shrug shrugs. gesture like sorry he's like, i tried and he's like you know his cute little face is turning red and then um and then the guy next to me who's another couple that we had been chatting with the whole time was like oh, that was totally meant for you. He told, he saw that exchange, and he was excited for me. I was like, I know. So anyways, I kept watching that pick the whole show, making sure it didn't fall in the grates that were, like, right there, too. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the show, I was trying to get the cameraman's attention, and the guy next to me ended up getting his attention and got him to pick up the pick. So then the guy next to me handed it to me, and I was like, oh, thank you. And I just remember this awkward exchange, like, oh, like, who's – who really has the right to this? Even though he had acknowledged that it was definitely for me earlier. Yeah. He got it, you know. So I was like, does he think that he needs it? And then you shrug me and you're like, Give it to him. Give it to him. Let him have it. I was like, No. You're <laughs> I know that was so hard and mean. I I
0: didn't want to do it, but I'm like, it got it was meant for you. It was handed to him. He must have
1: been given off those vibes like I don't so, I have this in my hand and I don't want to give it to you, but it's the right thing to do.
0: <laughs> I, I think that's how he felt about it. And then I felt like, well, you, guess what? At the end of the day, it was given to you, yes. him. So- yes, yeah. You earned it, regardless of who it was meant for initially. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: but he just snuck in and asked the cameraman for it before I yeah. did because I was in the process of doing that. Anyways, I think he really. I'm. I'm. Should I should totally back up because the point is, is that he did give it to me. He mm-hmm. acknowledged that it was for me. I gave it to him. They were from out of state. They were very nice. They are. We had already shared with them that we had all of these other things from New Lanier's concert. So like, it was only right to you know pay it forward. Like other people deserve these things too. Yes. So.
0: Yeah, and I had told you, too, like, if we didn't have a half of a tambourine in a set list and uh-huh, that stuff, yeah. like, I might have been a little more inclined to be like, oh, cool. But it's yeah. like, you know what? Yeah, we can yeah pay it forward a little bit.
1: Yes. So that was cool. Um, And th- that was cute, too, because then there was another girl on the other side of us that was wearing, like, a safety, like, a construction, vest, vest, construction yep. vest the whole time. And I don't know. They were pretty young. They got to, They had to have been in their early 20s. Yes. And she was with her boyfriend, husband, I'm not sure, and... um. They were joking about how they were wearing that vest because they wanted it to draw. They they thought it might draw attention, and they were arguing about whether or not that would actually work, or they'd be able to spot themselves in any pictures that like people post online. Yes, because they were also in the front row, and that it worked because at the end of the show, what's Svelte, his name? Whatever I
0: cannot pronounce. I, I'm, I'm not going to try. So it difficult to pronounce. Yes.
1: Uh, he plays like the piano and
0: he's like the life of the party. Yeah, he's, he's the life of the party. Yeah.
1: He like literally beelines it to her specifically and like presents her with a set list. Uh uh-huh. and, and he was all geeking there out. There was a with whole her. exchange.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I acknowledge this like, is for you, handed it, made sure yes. she got it. Like, she understood that there was no yeah, like. Yeah, it was yes.
1: so funny. And so he, that was right next to us, too. And um, we were all kind of sc- sc- like laughing, screaming together over that. Um, him too he was like i feel like he was screaming with us like he uh-huh. was playing along <laughs> anyways and then he left and she's like i told you i knew it would work <laughs> it was so cute so that was fun hanging with the young kids at the concert because
0: <laughs> so we that, were definitely the we oldest we were like ones. the oldest ones there the other ones that were maybe our age had kids like like teenagers younger teenagers with yes. them and there were only a couple and the people next like, to
1: us were probably in their like early 30s but i know which is new so usually when we go to those concerts we're not the youngest people. Like, our peers are there. So this just happened to be, for some reason...
0: Seemed like a very young, yeah, a young fact, crowd. Yeah, in fact, the girl behind us that was 14, mm-hmm. there was a group of other girls that came. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they, like... I male mean, spent have been from Indiana, too, because they, like, yeah. knew... Had, like, a same friend or something like that in yeah. their friend groups or something yeah. like that. But it was like... Anyways. Well, that's weird. They must but, be
1: reaching a younger audience these days. Yes. Which is cool. So that was fun. And then the other... um uncomfortable or not cool thing that happened that night was that not i lost so, the not so chill, thing, the not that so happened chill that night. thing that happened that night was that i lost my id before the lumineers came on stage and i knew that i lost it went to the bathroom that's probably probably where i lost it discovered it when i got back to the stage you went to the bathroom you decided to ask around for it you were informed it was in security so you called me and you were like it's in security i'll go get it for you and i was and i said they're not going to give it to you why would they give it to you that like security is not going to give you my id So just come back. And I'm not going to leave my spot right now because they're about to come on. So we'll just wait. It's safe and security. We'll wait till the end of the show. So we waited till the end of the show. We head to the security office. And this not-so-very-friendly person shares with us that she already gave me my ID. I was like no you didn't and then she's like well i don't know I, I bet i was in the bathroom you know somebody was covering for me and they told me that you came and got it so she radios the guy and he's like oh yeah her boyfriend came he verified her middle name like really we were, and the lady was completely unapologetic she's just like i mean I'm, it is what it is.
0: I do think I, I'm like
1: that's your job. Your security do it's your think, one job. Yes,
0: I do. You can't think think secure my was ID. Probably annoyed with the fact that he did that, but also was not going to apologize for. No. It. it was just kind of like, well, it is what it is. You lost your ID, and we gave it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, are you serious right now? It's
1: fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry, is. I'm still pissed about it.
0: Well, and that's what I told you. I'm like, <laughs> I have my driver's license, which has our last name, our address, which matches yours. So that was my thought as why they would give it to me. But mm-hmm. I even thought that that was like maybe they wouldn't. I even, thought, even with that information, they might be like, well, no, she has to come. We've got to verify it's who the person is. I even thought that was a possibility. But apparently, the middle name is all you need.
1: I walked out of there without Jeremiah Freight's guitar pick and without, without, a driver's license. without my driver's <laughs> license. Okay? So that sucks because now I get to worry about identity theft for the next several years.
0: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're Do good. You. You're good.
1: Anyways. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. We'll find out. We will find out. I did put in, I did try to get a hold of them on Monday, but there's no phone number for that. You have to send them an email, which I sent and I haven't heard anything back. Oh, you did? Okay. So I guess I need to follow up on that probably too, because that was yesterday. You just like submit a form electronically with your email and whatnot. And I don't think I've heard anything back.
0: The best thing would be, and I'm not counting on it, especially in this day and age, is that we open the mail later this week and your license is in the mail. But I don't think that's going to happen. I just think nowadays, most people are probably not going to go to the post office or Put it in an envelope and mail it. They'll probably just be like, "Oops!" And if anything, throw it out. If they're not trying to do anything malicious with it, I
1: think that somebody dug it maliciously, so, and they're going to try to do something. With I know
0: it. you do. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that so that sucked, mm-hmm. but it was a great concert, and we had a lot of fun.
1: We did have a lot of fun.
0: So yeah. So let's. Because there was a lot, there was a lot that happened last week. There was. So I'm gonna just roll through the weekend really quick. Okay. And then we're gonna go back to last week. Okay. Okay. Because that was Friday night. Let's 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 carry on our plan. So Saturday we pretty much had a pretty much a down day. Um, we just kind of hung out and. Actually, I cut the grass and did some stuff, I think. I don't even know. Did I? Maybe not. Because it's been a while now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we ended up later in the day that evening uh, or at late afternoon. We went to Kensington, which is a metro park. Mm-hmm. Sat, had a little picnic at mm-hmm. the picnic table by nice. the water, which was nice. Yes. And we then we went- by the cranes. and <laughs> The sand cranes. <laughs> those cranes. You, I, we've talked so about them before, intrusive. but man, we were sitting there and they're like, oh, there's people sitting at a table <laughs> eating food. We want that. And they just came over and were like just standing there like,
1: and they kept like uh, move inching in more oh, yeah. and more,
0: like within a couple like, feet. Like, it
1: was not cool. It's our
0: food. It's our food. You better give us some. They were
1: very intrusive.
0: Um, but yeah, then we went on a nature walk there, and
1: yes, that was nice.
0: Enjoyed that.
1: And then we we were like got we were seventy five percent through the loop, and then we were stopped at a dead end. It was like, whoa! Did we just like step into the wrong matrix, like pixel, like doorway? Trail like, was gone. This used to be a loop. And now it's just a dead end. Yeah. It was you couldn't see anything. It was just leaves and trees. There was, there was no way a, out.
0: A giant tree or two it down over the trail, but the way that it fell with all the greenery, it just looked like bushes across the trail and the well, trail just. It took a minute for yeah.
1: us to realize what was happening. That's right. how trippy it was. And then I was like, Do you think a tree fell down? And you're like, Oh, yeah, that's probably what happened. And I'm like, what are we going to do? We got to turn around. And you're like, I'm not turning around. And then I was like, oh, I think people are actually, they've just gone around it.
0: You could see it matted down (laughs) around the side, which we had to (laughs) crawl through a couple other bushes kind of to do that.
1: Yeah, it wasn't super uh, passable.
0: No. (laughs) But it was... Yeah, it was it was trippy. And I I told you when we got to the other side, I'm like, we're in an alternate universe now. Like this is we're going to come out of here and we're not going to be we're in the same world, but in a different a parallel universe. Yeah, to our world. Did that worry you? Did you get scared about that? That maybe we were
1: for a sec? Yeah, Yeah. I kind of felt like
0: what if we were I
1: considered it?
0: It's funny, but for a minute it felt that way.
1: <laughs> it did. It truly did. It you're felt like, like very quiet. It's like waking up from a dream and you're just disoriented and you're like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. How is this possible? Because it was so such a full tree that had fallen. Describing it this did now not sounds so look like a fallen ludicrous. tree. But that's the thing. It probably stood, I mean, what it stood like what, eight feet tall? It was nothing but leaves like yeah. it did not look like a tree just fell down. It was like shrubbery. No. Just there. Yes, that's <laughs> it what it looked like. So weird. It's like, how did this happen? It wasn't. My brain was not computing any of it. No. But it was just another tree down from that treacherous storm we had last
0: week. Yeah, so we didn't get there yet. Okay. We'll go back there now. Okay. We'll, we'll do a little back and forth this episode. Okay. We'll kind of mix it up a little bit.
1: Talk about the strange weather. So, yeah. So,
0: Wednesday, we had a massive storm coming through that knocked a bunch of, took a bunch of trees down, yeah. heavy winds, took, was, knocked a bunch of power out.
1: It was a very weird storm. It was. Yes. I guess I want to pause there for a second. I want to pause on this, Id- on this idea. It's not an idea. On this reality that August, this August has been very weird when it comes to weather. I don't think that I recall having an August like this in my lifetime. But it's been strange. The storms have been strange. They're not your... Midwest typical thunderstorms—they're just different.
0: So this this particular storm, we woke up. The dog woke us, woke me up actually. It was like 30 in the morning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was lightning out. Mm-hmm. The lightning did not stop. Like yeah. in between lightning bolts, the sky was just lit up.
1: It was just a st- constant flicker for
0: like two hours. Like a
1: strobe light. For I was up for two hours, and that's what I witnessed. And yeah. I finally fell asleep. So I don't know how long it actually lasted. It was at lasted. least because
0: I was I just I was in and out for the like the full two hours. Mm-hmm. I pretty much for a while just laid there and stared at the sky like
1: me too you're lying i was doing that no
0: you were sleeping
1: no i was doing that okay
0: i was doing i was doing that that's very interesting that you say that because (laughs) i didn't want to call you out on that but
1: i was absolutely doing that you seem like i literally stayed awake and you passed out (laughs) okay because then i woke you up at one point and was like Jim, Jim, this is really weird. Like, do you are you seeing this? And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. I know it's weird. It's fine though. And like went to sleep. So yeah, maybe after I fell asleep, you woke up. I off. think
0: we must have gone like back and forth. Wow, because for a, in a while, yeah, I was awake behind you. You were in front of me, like closer to the window, looking mm-hmm. out. And I knew that you were awake, looking out and stuff. And I kind of dozed for a minute, and then yeah. I'd wake back up, okay. and then you were out. And then so I think we just kind of probably did that for a period of time.
1: Okay. Well, anyways, I never really heard any thunder. At times I heard. Rain and some high winds. Next day I go for a walk out at our cemetery here and it's just on the lake side and there were three or four trees down, split. One was uprooted, like G-
0: giant trees. I giant. mean very large it was, trees.
1: So it was sad. It was weird. So that was weird. And then it's I saw a few neighbors had trees down too. Like one tree crashed into somebody's indoor or um, what's it called? Um, like
0: they're screened in porch. Screened
1: in porch and pretty much took that out. And I saw another tree down. I don't know that I saw any damage though. So that was weird. And then the next night we had the varsity football game. Which went into...
0: Which was hot as hell.
1: It was really another, weird, another weird day. This, this, this It was the same weather we had the day before. Yeah. before we knew storm. storms
0: were going to be coming.
1: Yeah. So that game ended to a tornado warning, sirens and all. So we ended up like not driving home because the tornado was supposedly near our home. We would have been driving into the storm. So we stayed. We drove to my office, which was near the high school, and stayed there for like 20 minutes before we came back home. But that was a tornado that had struck down actually about 15 miles east, I'm sorry, west west of of us, which is where my parents live which we happened to drive through on Sunday, On Sunday, the aftermath. And oh boy, were, were, we, were we shocked to see what we saw.
0: Well, we both, so the storm was crazy Wednesday night, the storm Thursday night, torrential downpour, heavy winds, all of that. We came home. Yes, there were some branches on the road and stuff like that. I but knew, they did
1: say it was a very large and dangerous tornado. But they, we hadn't seen anything else we after had, that.
0: Exactly. And so I knew from work, like they're like locally in this area, there are like 300,000 people plus without power. So I... Obviously, the the impact was pretty wide, but at the same time, we just, I, I didn't compute the devastation at No, all.
1: because we don't really watch the local news. Right.
0: So as we were driving Sunday, we decided to go to Lake Michigan. We do that. We try to go every year and go to Saga Talk or, you know, get our feet in the water, just get. The vibes mm-hmm. from lake michigan it's beautiful mm-hmm. and we just decided saturday like you know what this is probably the only chance we have let's go sunday so we were driving and as we got down the highway probably 10 miles for like probably a two mile stretch every tree along the highway and in the median
1: mm-hmm.
0: was ripped in half mm-hmm. every every top of every or tree uprooted uprooted and when i say like half of the tree gone i'm talking again giant mm-hmm. trees every very large single branch every single one too yep.
1: Yeah it, it looked it looked insane. like
0: I would say a
1: war zone.
0: Like a war zone <laughs> or deforestation or something where somebody's coming in and ripping everything out mm-hmm. and chopping it all down. Mm-hmm. It was like there's nothing left but yeah. these half of tree trunks that mm-hmm. you know they're going to come clear whatever. Yes. But it was it was eerie.
1: It was very eerie.
0: And I've seen a long, long, long time ago, I've seen like firsthand devastation after a tornado when there was one in Dundee way back in the day. Mm-hmm. I remember going out there mm-hmm. and seeing that and being like, oh, my God, that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And seeing the buildings and stuff. But this to me was yeah, I have it, couldn't even like. Yeah, I've so. seen
1: I've seen that, too. I well, there was one in so oh, and I had a bunch of hospice patients out there and I drove out there and one of yards was devastated. But and buildings were destroyed. But you're right. This was different. It felt like this encompassed such a lot large Like geographic area.
0: There was no hit or miss. It wasn't like a stretch here, a stretch here. Yeah. It was like two miles straight right yeah. along the highway. And we've yeah. we learned that cars flipped over on the highway, they had to pull semis yeah. out of the ditches yeah. from the aftermath yeah. of it. You know, I think one or two people were it was lit. Killed. And it was
1: it was three or four miles of this these trees all like yeah. this. It's like what the hell? Billboards, and billboards steel, whatever is it, steel yeah, the billboards. Giant steel
0: billboards, billboards down ripped
1: out of the ground. Like and then so then on the way home, we that portion of the highway was backed up, so we got off and we took a back road. Road, which literally runs parallel to the highway pretty closely so. But there's house, some farmhouses out there. And well, first of all, when we first got off, there's like this open field and you could see this trail of matted down crops that's like, oh, that's like the path the tornado took. And then it like came to the trees and it hit the trees and you saw how it just took out those trees. And it was almost like it just zigzagged all over the place because there was houses on either side of the street in different paths. Like There was one house that was almost buried in its own trees like there was houses with their roofs ripped off like it was crazy it was so and it went on and on it did it was just such a long stretch and it was so wide so i would be really curious to see what the diameter of this tornado was in measurement like yeah seriously
0: yeah it was uh um It was very eerie. It was eerie. It was eerie to see. And, you know, think about, like I said, you hear about it, you know it's close to home. I mean, 15 Mm -hmm. miles away is not that far and stuff, but then to see it, and thankfully, it wasn't a mostly, you know, not a very populated or dense area, Mm -hmm. but it's still just, you see that devastation. If there would have been a lot of housing there, I mean, everything would have been destroyed in that area, so
1: yeah but you know it's like i'm just learning so much about trees right now too and i just think about what happened to them and it's really kind of evokes emotional reaction into me and in me as well not you
0: not the- <laughs>
1: they're their own little like conscious beings like I, i'm learning this
0: they are and since we've learned <laughs> a lot more about that and how they root underground and communicate and you know
1: uh-huh and
0: grow and they they the way they ate each other and all of they the have, stuff that they do this network they have they have
1: their own emotions they have their own ways of communicating with one another and taking care of one another it's the world science is really like validating a lot yeah, of
0: trees in the plant world is it's pretty insane
1: yeah it really is
0: so i'm not I like i'm attached to trees as far as like i don't want to cut trees down unnecessarily i'm not about that but uh-huh you've got this new attachment I'm starting to, to that's like
1: when i was in the cemetery and i saw that one uprooted from the ground i seriously had like i wanted to cry for it and that's like never happened to me before
0: <laughs> so you brought you brought a branch home
1: i did i was I was hoping it would like you know propagate how's that, how's that working? It's not working. The dogs aren't helping. They're stealing its no, water. R- Rudy, chewing Rudy it. Rudy
0: pulled it out of the vase. You had it on on the steps outside, and then Lou is drinking the water I from think, the vase thing. I think she's sad. I think
1: she misses her mothership, and I maybe I should take her back. I don't know. It's not probably not there anymore, though. I, I wonder if I should just go put her to rest with her. I think mothership. I think
0: she's to rest. I'm pretty sure she's to rest here. <laughs>
1: Um, I bought that book. Um, this is all sort of hamping coincidentally. I'm not blinding any of this. I swear. But I bought that book back in December, The Secret Life of Trees. When we were not December, I want to say Washington D.C. And I said December. We were in Washington D.C. in what? April? Oh, May? May. I got it at one of the museums there. Now I don't remember which one.
0: I think it was the Natural History Museum.
1: I think you're right. I have yet to crack it open because I got like a water book there. Um, today I just felt compelled to open it up, and it's good. It's a really good book. It's a good read. It's easy read it's captivating um but the guy that wrote it was a forester who came to you know under study trees and have a natural appreciation for them and like he's got this whole thing about forests and life sustaining. so he talks about all of this stuff which is not new to us because we have watched some specials on the life of trees and the underground networks and the interconnectedness and the role of fungi and how they communicate with each other and how they keep each other alive and so I was just reading some more things about that Can I ask today? you a quick
0: question? Mm-hmm. You said forester. Yeah. Do you? And I don't know this answer. Do you know what the difference is between an arborist and a forester?
1: Okay. So I could have this wrong and now I don't have the book in front of me. I think the term was forester. If that's the wrong term, but what I can tell you is it's a person that like breeds trees and determines proper like when to, um, oh my gosh, what's the word? that you, what's the word that you use when you, when you, um, a prune? No. When you like, when the, you harvest, when the proper time is to harvest the wood. So, you know, for manufacturing purposes. So it's okay. not, and so it's, you know, it's, and that's what he talks about is like, he kind of converted from one of those to somebody that just wants to preserve wildlife and its natural environment. Okay. And he, but he's, he's like, I think that I forgot what his name is. I wish I had it, but he talks a little bit about how, like, you know, you'll notice that for it, trees will thrive more when they're in an environment where they just naturally they come to rather than foresters, foresters who try to manufacture and um, wh- um what's the word i'm looking for but you know what i mean like manufacture their own forests and oftentimes they'll like specialize in one tree type and he's you know he's yeah. you know that any tree is going to thrive in a diverse environment and it's all you know it's the ecological system it's in and all of the nuances and the complexities of how these different plants and things work together it's a really good book
0: so i'm going to speculate here but I'm, I'm wondering if then the difference between like a forester and an arborist is an arborist is like an expert on trees as far as like or the plants as far as may, maybe identifying diseases you know climates everything else in a forester maybe sounds like more in the forestry industry i don't know where do you want to like just put the this collet- to rest and look let's it up? put it to rest like the co- like the collective of you know harvesting trees or whatever, like, you know, not Individually looking at trees and diseases and that stuff, but yes, I would like to look it up. So you're searching um, for it. I'm just talking randomly here. You've piqued my curiosity.
1: And maybe I maybe I have this all messed up. So I don't. I don't. Like... I don't
0: think you do. And I could be <laughs> wrong on that, but I don't. I'm guessing you don't.
1: Um, arborists specialize in individual tree care, often yes. in urban or suburban settings. Foresters use tree measurements, landowner goals, and knowledge of forests to develop plans to care for your woods over time. And loggers are the boots on the ground carrying out the plan you and your forester develop.
0: So I did not say that or articulate that in a way that probably conveyed that's what I was thinking, but okay. that's what I was thinking. All right.
1: So. All right. I'm glad we stopped there. Um, oh, I wish I had that with me now because what I was really getting at is that he talked about how at some point he just got into this idea of like really being fascinated with the woods and wanting to study the life in the woods. And so what did he call it? He opened up something. I don't remember what it was. One of the things was, you are know, like, all right, well, that's not important. The other part was, is a he opened up a body forest, which is, I've heard of a body farm, which I, whoa, full circle. I just realized I brought up hospice a couple of minutes ago too. When I didn't even, wasn't even planning this. When I used to work in hospice, there are, I had a, I had a patient. Oh my gosh. It was that same city too. Holy synchronicity. Anyways, (laughs) she wanted her body donated to a body farm. And I was like, oh, that's going to be how I was going to do, there wasn't any family and I was supposed to try to make this happen. Um, but because there's like these body farms, you know what a body farm is? Yeah. And just, apparently a body forest. They
0: just put your body in the ground and let it decay naturally, naturally it and feed back into I don't know what the difference is between Which a body like farm and a forest. Though.
1: When I same, but one's a farm and one's a forest.
0: Okay. When I learned about
1: it, I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. So like that's what I want to do. But it's would, hard to get in. Who would choose
0: a farm over a forest? It seems like the forest. I don't would think be... it
1: matters. I think it's so limited. First of all, when I looked into it before, oh, the closest one was like in one of the Carolinas, I think. I
0: Say down And south, like, okay. you have
1: to like, you know, apply for it and only serve I mean, it's like this whole thing. So but to me, that's unfortunate that we don't have more of those around. Like the idea of having to be buried alive or burned alive is just terrifying to me. Potentially that could happen. But also like You know, why do we have to, I understand why we have to bury people so deeply underground and the alternative is to burn them because there's not enough room. But this idea of these body farms and forest farms, I'm sorry, body forests, it's just like very natural, right? I mean, I guess there's this idea of getting pecked alive. Well, it's the
0: epitome of, yeah, (laughs) natural. That's the one part about it to think about, you know, Mm -hmm. worms and insects and animals Mm -hmm. crawling over your, like that Mm -hmm. part is a little- Slowly eating you alive. Yeah, is a little, well, you're dead, but yeah, I mean- That sounds a little... To me, I I would probably choose that. I would choose
1: that over the other two options.
0: I think I might too. And at the same time, there's something about it that also is a little...
1: Yeah, trust me. I've thought about this a lot because you know I, I bet you worked have. in the industry <laughs> right but um I didn't realize that there was this th- so now I think this guy's out of Canada I need to look I'm talking out of my ass here irresponsibly but I'm like ooh, body forest okay there's more than one I wonder if this is like this is grown because I mean this when I was talking this this was a long time ago like eight nine years ago maybe so now I'm just so curious maybe by the
0: time it's our time this will yeah. be more of a mainstream thing as an option right right yeah I do like the idea of it you
1: do like the idea I I do. Okay.
0: I do. Feed back into the earth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The way it's meant to be.
0: Yeah. Any energy that's left in your body, I'm assuming, is already gone and it's just a body at that point and what's, you know.
1: Yeah. And you're not buried in the ground or you know yeah. i don't
0: know yeah and i guess i'm wondering how that works and again we i guess could have prepared for this but like yeah <laughs> do they yeah. space you out how long before they put another body in the area like is it like just pi- i'm assuming because obviously you just yeah. a yeah. massive no, there pile is a, there's a, there's a is whole a strict, process too yeah there's,
1: there's there's strict parameters around it so and they're like it's used for like I think that's like, maybe I could be wrong here, but I think you know it's highly it's highly scrutinized because I think it's like I thought that the, like many of these were run through like universities because they're meant for research, research based, and, right? and yeah grant funded and all of that's that. That's what I thought too. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah. How about donating your body for science? Do you think you'd do that?
0: Are you nodding your head? No. No, I'm playing. Oh, okay. With my chin hair. <laughs> I was like, I was are you trying to tell me no? Hand. Because no. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be open to that. Do
1: you know what that involves?
0: Well, I'm sure before. You're going to die if you know you are that you have to fill out some paperwork and stuff, but that Mm -hmm. they basically—I mean, I'm already an organ donor Mm -hmm. on my license, but that just gives them full access to all parts of your body, right?
1: Well, it's well—I don't know what they do with
0: it when they're done with the research. I can't speak super intelligently
1: about this, but I can speak semi-intelligently about this because of my experience in healthcare. Like, you know, if like I'm sure we've all heard of gift of life, gift. That's you know, those are usually like that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Like the gift of life, people are like all of a sudden they just come out of the cracks and it's like how did you they're they're just like watching
0: so if they knock on the door
1: they just for some reason i don't know but they're i mean because that's a very like that's an urgent situation it's like if this is going to happen there's a lot that needs to you know there's like the organs got to be taken well care of because they're Mm -hmm. you know it's often situations where it's a young body Mm -hmm. a patient sure maybe facing death it's a young body it's not a lot of disease it's like maybe a tragic accident an
0: 80 year old heart or correct kidney whatever
1: yes so it's usually like you know those real tragic cases too but they're wonderful, I have to say. Like my experience with the Gift of Life people, they're amazing. Um, and then, like, but then, like, so organ donation. I don't, I don't know how that is like works with that. Probably similarly, I'm sure. But the donation to science thing, like my experience with that is like that's like cadavers. for med- cadavers for medical students like that's the big that's the big use I got gotcha. okay so and, and often too there's a lot of rules around that too like sometimes if you're too full of cancer they don't really have much use for the body or um, if certain bacterial infections obviously would disqualify sure. you from that so but they sometimes can find some things like I mean it's weird but they'll be like well maybe we could take the eyes you know like things so, like that and then often to so the universities and then they'll cremate the body cremate. free of charge that's what I was going to after they're done okay. using it for their purpose educational purposes. Okay. So So would you be willing to do that, do you think? <sighs> It's not for guaranteed though either, because people always will say like, "I want to know," and it's like we won't know. Of course, they have to make that whether decision at the time or not, of death. And who knows? They have but... to assess the situation and make the decision whether or not they can take the. I'm body. gonna put it
0: on record right now that yes, okay, I would. you would, even though there's a part of me that again is kind of like, "Ugh, I I don't know," but yes, I mean, why yeah. why not? Why, why not? not? I don't think that my body has anything in it at that point after death. Whatever spirit energy I have is gone from my body, back into the universe, back wherever. And it's just a body at that point, I think. So I guess, yeah, why not? Okay. What about you? I don't know. It sounds gross because you think about (laughs) them cutting the bodies open and doing all the, you Mm -hmm. know, the research and the, you know, the educational things that they do. And it sounds like, ugh. Yeah. Because you see that and, tv and movies and stuff but at the same time like yeah why not right yeah so question for you then is like let's just say i'm a healthy male right now my mid-40s like if mm-hmm. i wanted to sign up for that or say yes my body can be used for that like where where do you go to to
1: well, like msu has a program so you just go to their website and out the forms and fill them fill them out my experience has been like what is pe- it people will get like oh i gotta do this and i'm like th- yeah I, to me i'm like there's no hurry on any of this like when people people die all the time and people are prepared for People die unexpectedly all the time, unfortunately, and all of these organizations are prepared for that. So, and also because so often these decisions can't be made until the time of death anyways, it would at that point obviously be reliant upon by your family, right? Like your family would need to know your wishes. So at that point in time, you could be like,
0: this was his wish and you're going to sign the paperwork. So I was going to ask you beforehand that that paperwork that you would sign to be part of that program, is there some kind of national registry or is it like university specific? I, don't, or I how, couldn't do you know? tell
1: you. I don't remember. I've been okay. out of this world for a long time. But as I recall, there's lots of different options always with as with anything. There's a lot of different mm-hmm. ways to do the same thing. There might be a national registry, but I usually just referred people directly to where you know I worked in the Lansing area. So it was MSU Medical School. I know U of M has one too, obviously. Yeah,
0: right. Fascinating.
1: Yeah. And then they have like, I know MSU has a memorial garden too, that they will put the person's name so that like you go oh, there. Oh, okay. And,
0: I kind of like that. Yeah. Because we had talked about that before. Like I said, you know, I would prefer cremation, but I'd still kind of like not necessarily a headstone, mm-hmm. but some place not for me. So I guess if nobody else wants to ever visit or care, like mm-hmm. then forget it. But I just think some kind of monument or something like an yeah. art cemetery where it's you know, a beautiful it's really cemetery. Cool. Like,
1: Actually, what I've people I never understood the appeal here, but now I'm like, what was I missing? Like, of course, this is an amazing appeal. Having a bench placed in the honor of yeah. yourself.
0: So some, something something like that. I like the idea of that so that especially
1: like in a place that maybe you have enjoyed some peace and
0: and that's why i said like the local cemetery Mm -hmm. here who knows in 20 years what i'll think but at this point in time it's Mm -hmm. beautiful and i you know think it would be a place to that our family could come back to and remember
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think for me, I like to have a site to go to, to sort of be with and remember the person, you know, like a physical site. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But you also prefer cremation, so. I
1: know. Yeah. Yeah, So, yes, exactly. So that's why I like the idea of a bench. Yeah, I like that. Especially if it's a place in which the person spent a lot of time themselves, you know? Yeah. 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 Well. Anything else you have to add on that topic?
0: (laughs) Not on that topic. Would you
1: like to talk about your final wishes as far as medical care?
0: (laughs) No kidding (laughs) no but i we we mentioned before that on sunday we did go to lake michigan Mm -hmm. and we got there um you know late morning and it was beautiful and sunny and to think about places like that you love being you mm-hmm. know and that you go back to and it just brings us feeling this sense of like calm and peace and there's just something about it that is pretty magical yes and so it's
1: magical for you it's magical oh, are you sure did I stutter <laughs> how so what part
0: I just think being there the water is you know very blue it's an inland lake it's not the ocean you know the beaches are beautiful and sandy you just it
1: feels like the ocean
0: it does feel like the ocean but i just feel like there's obviously the weather was perfect but there's a certain Mm -hmm. calm about it that just doesn't feel quite as vast and open as the ocean Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit more
1: less intimidating
0: and when i say private just like it it feels yeah there's a there's a a little more comfort there and it is less intimidating
1: that specific beach specifically i think is that way i think there's other parts along the coast of michigan that don't have that same sort of energy this is a very small intimate area there's not a lot of people that go there it's Secluded.
0: Yeah, it's not a it's not a giant beach, so there's no campground on the beach or anything like that. So it's yeah, it's like you just go there for the day, relax, and then we go to Sagatuck, which is the little town there, which is just this cute little town full of artisan type shops Mm -hmm. and crafts, and Mm -hmm. it's It's, just a fun place to be.
1: It is a fun place to be. Wish I would have been there longer.
0: I know this is this was probably the shortest that we've been there. I think, but we went in the morning and it was really nice because the beach was pretty empty and we had our coffee and just Mm -hmm. it wasn't hot hot. Mm-hmm. but it was it was nice and it was like i said it was sky was you know it's full sun and so we just rolled up our pants and walked along you roll up your overalls mm-hmm. your super mm-hmm. cool the overalls that i love so by
1: the way you asked me the other day how many of those i own and i think i said like eight or nine and i did realize afterwards that it's probably closer to like 13 but i did <laughs> give a couple away
0: <laughs> Going to make, make me spit here. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, okay, I'm not going to challenge her on this because you're going <laughs>
1: to. I forgot I have a bunch that I like don't even look at anymore because uh-huh. they're so plain and boring. <laughs>
0: And you wanted to buy another pair, and we were there. They were Thankfully, still, they didn't have.
1: Still thinking about. I mean, them. they're overalls,
0: so you could have gotten a size up, and it would have been okay. But they did not have your size. Well, so and I was feeling like, guilty
1: because I'm like, yeah. oh, you're like, I'm I like, I own too many.
0: Yeah, you should feel guilty. You don't need more overalls. <laughs> Because at one point, at some point in time, they're not going to be a thing anymore, and all of them are going to be gone. Now I know the number thirteen. They'll go
1: to a good cause. Sure. Okay. <laughs> this, I've already given away a couple because I'm like, oh, I don't wear these, and you know what? They belong in the hands of somebody that would like to wear them.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so but, thirteen.
1: Mm-hmm, yes, and they're very fun. What do you think and the right
0: number of overalls is to own?
1: There is no right number. There
0: is no right number. Sh-
1: but if they are getting, if they're, if they're not doing anything for you anymore, certainly. Get rid of them and then replace them with a pair that are doing something for you, you know? They're just really fun, Jim. And they just, like, keep getting more and more creative and edgier. And, like, they're just darling. When I was a little girl, I used to, like, love wearing Oshkosh bagash. Mm -hmm. My mom loved me in Oshkosh bagash. She would always get me bibs, too. You just feel cute in them. No matter how old you are, you feel cozy and cute. You could just cuddle with somebody all day long in a pair of overalls. Am I wrong?
0: I mean. Sure, you did get you did get a compliment on them on the beach as you I were did. walking by the water. I did. And so some...
1: let's give the backstory there because I just got those pair a lot because it is hard anywhere I go. It's hard if I see a pair, it's hard not to get them, especially like when they're at like you know a boutique shop. It's like yeah. oh no, I have to get these. These ones are
0: linen. They're like I love
1: the color of you them. Like the color. They're at the store. They're at one of the stores here, so I was even more compelled to get them. Get it, and so I got them. And you have gone out of your way to remark about how much you don't like them every time I wear them, which hurts my feelings, especially coming from you because you're not the type of person that ever does that, like ever at all, not even a little bit. So it's like, whoa, this is really like very hurtful and insulting
0: it's not that they but don't look good on you it's just that you have so many pairs of overalls and that's no you
1: literally hate these ones. you're like oh they're just so drab and they're just so like i don't know
0: so they literally it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like if you take a burlap sack instead of made it out of linen and uh-huh. you stitched it and you yeah, pull it up over that's you that's what
1: makes them cute
0: that's what yes are. the
1: color is really cute
0: they're like a dark ink like uh dark blue really dark <sighs> they're a
1: nice color anyways so walking along the beach in sagatuck I'm sorry, in Douglas, Oval Beach. And this, the cutest little group of girlfriends, pack of girlfriends, middle-aged girls were sitting around drinking coffee, doing their bonding girl time situation. I was feeling definitely envious of their situation. A little sad for myself for not being a part of it and walking along. And then all of a sudden, one of them shouts out to me that she loves, loves my overalls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you. I didn't even like rub it in your face. I don't even think I commented <laughs> to you, did I? Did I even say anything to you? Did I did you even yeah, acknowledge your existence after that? I think, I think, I think that? you
0: did. I think you <laughs> said she likes my overalls. Or I think I, you made some, it was a small comment. What I, I should have said should've.
1: is thank you. My husband hates that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she would have said my <laughs> husband would too. I'm kidding. I do have a question for you because yeah. you just remarked on how this lovely group of girls that you were very envious that they were out there. Yeah. And I want to know, so... There was a, like a little rock on the beach, a flat rock mm-hmm. and they had their coffee mugs out there Yeah, and they all had real coffee mugs. Yeah. Was that part of the draw for you was the, I just, I'm just, I'm just saying, what do you mean? Because when I walked by, I noticed that too. And I was like, there was something about, oh, they all have like, they didn't have paper coffee cups and stuff out there. It was like, it just seemed yeah, a little like bit this is more, their
1: home. It's a ritual and what, it's a routine. That's what I mean. Yeah. It seemed a
0: little bit more it's like their life. this was a planned thing and yeah. we've got our own coffee mugs yeah. and everything else. Adorable. And so this was this whole thing, like. This like, do you remember
1: when we were in san diego and we were it was our last day there and we were also on that really awesome beach where it was like so kind of it wasn't touristy it was mm-hmm. more like the local scene yeah. and there was a group of middle-aged women sitting around with the most delightful picnic basket and cheese, cheese plate and wine and they were just yes it was the same sitch like, that's that's
0: what i'm saying I was like, oh. that's what i'm saying because <laughs> i think there's something about that as opposed to just well, it's
1: a sisterhood yes i don't have any sisters right And I've always wanted sisters, and anybody that has a sister, whether or not your relationship is on the rocks or not, I'm envious of you, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And I have—I'm fortunate to have some really good girlfriends, not the same— and we don't live near each other. Right. So I don't even have that thing where it's like, let's just meet up and like do this. And also most of those girls have their own fucking sisters. So it's like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of us that don't. But either way, it's like oh, I just want that built in. I want that built in like network and support so badly I in get my that. life.
0: I'm just gonna say, even as a guy though, walking by and, and seeing that, it there was a different vibe to it. I'm like, oh that's a that's like a that's the way to do it. Yeah. There was something that felt a little more special about that. Than just
1: like they know how to live life, they're yes. it's like they know how to live life, yeah. They're living their life,
0: they figured something at least that They've part, figured they figured that part out, out. yeah. They I, figured I, that I f- part out. I felt the same that's way, that's right. I felt the same way walking <laughs> by, so anyway, yeah.
1: Yeah. Just like reinforce this idea of like, hmm, somehow when we retire, we have to figure out how to get a summer home out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's so on that beach, you can walk down. And then on either side, in the one side especially, there's a sign that says, you know, hey, you know, up to the high water mark is public access. You're welcome to walk there. But the other part of the beach is private. So respect that property. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, very nicely written. Mm-hmm. Um, so we walked down there a little bit and the few houses that are along the water there are just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's Yeah,
1: those they were they're very, very big houses. They're very
0: exclusive they're big they're they're very (laughs) nice and it's like that's the way to do it
1: yeah yes i don't even need that though i could live in a tiny little cottage Uh, to me it's not about that i just i don't i'm not into that
0: i i meant i guess i meant the the part of it to me i mean it is the houses were beautiful but where they're at on that beach where it's just private it's more Mm -hmm. secluded it's not like super Mm -hmm. packed where there's a ton of houses back you know next to each other where you have no Mm -hmm. like you have no space or anything like that i just meant like that whole landscape like to go out in the morning and have coffee when, on water. One of
1: my high school best friends, um, Corey, her family used to go it was near Frankfurt. It was it was all on Lake Michigan, this house they rented every summer for several weeks. And it was super it was just it was very cottagey, it was very quaint, charming, quintessential. Lake Michigan like time capsule 1970s cottage but well very well preserved and apparently her and the person that owned it now I can't think of her name but she's like been in by, like Better Homes and Gardens or one of those magazines like multiple times and so as they were able to get it at a price that like they had like this sort of like legacy thing like it was it's hard to it's expensive to rent homes on Lake Michigan yeah. you know but this it was the before, same idea there was like this is before m-
0: Airbnb and yeah. all of that stuff so yes. yeah
1: so like it was a great distance between from one house to the next but like it was so cool we had lake michigan to ourselves yeah. it, we, it was awesome that's the part awesome. of it that,
0: that's feel, that would feel special to me yes and we campfires
1: on the lake every night and they had like a screened in porch you'd wake up and you could look out there and see the lake in the morning like it was it was really amazing i would love to have that experience one,
0: one year we'll try to do that for our vacation rent a house for yeah. a week or something or a few days and just like relax and Uh uh-huh chill and not drive too far or fly anywhere
1: right it was literally just relaxation all the time nice (laughs) and the stars that was my first experience as a kid i was in i was in high school but seeing the stars like that like I remember being overwhelmed laying on the beach with her at nighttime and like looking up the sky. I had never seen the stars shine that bright or seen that many stars. It was, I could still picture it in my mind. I don't think I've seen that that much since.
0: I bet. That's a totally different experience than anything else you get when the weather's right.
1: Yeah. And you're up north. You don't have light pollution. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. What, uh, what time is it? I'm just curious.
1: Um, seven forty.
0: Okay, I get. I have some questions I'd like to ask.
1: Okay. So, do you have enough time for that?
0: I will cut it short, maybe. Okay. So, but in the past, I've asked you some questions, and I've gotten a little pushback on the types of questions I've asked you. Okay. I'm hoping these will be a little better. Okay. Okay.
1: I've never heard these before. Uh,
0: no. Okay. Oh no, these are I really these like are really put gonna put spot. you on a spot for in a not different like way. This. Okay. Okay. First question. How am I doing as a husband in general?
1: (laughs) Define husband. (laughs) As a husband? Yeah. I mean, on paper? Wow. (laughs) This is really
0: hard for you to answer. Is this
1: a letter grade, a percentage? What are we looking for? Four point scale? This is somewhat
0: of an open-ended question where it's just, it's a very simple question. How am I doing as a husband in general?
1: I think you're doing excellent as a husband. (laughs)
0: I don't buy that for a second why
1: wouldn't you buy that for a second i think that everybody knows that first of all second of all that's sweet of course you are anything that you don't that we don't match up and where i like i would stereotypically say like hey i don't like this you make a point to consider whether or not it should be accommodated to or not but then also <laughs> that's like, true accommodating to it do you know what i mean yeah. like you put a lot of effort into that i get the impression that your number one which is mine too so your number one goal every morning when you wake up is this relationship in our like family
0: yes absolutely. so yes you
1: would be get you would oh, get well, an you you. a plus
0: <laughs> you just made my day plus, give me butterflies again plus plus okay What's that's that, not that
1: the... from the Christmas story isn't that from the yes, Christmas story yes it is when he's dreaming about his <laughs> yes. paper that he turned in yes. and how wonderful it was yes. that's right <laughs> Yeah, that's me right that
0: oh well I like that answer we can just stop now
1: Okay. <laughs> no, I'm
0: kidding. Um, what are you most excited about in our relationship during this season?
1: What am I most excited about our relationship? In our relationship during, during this, this season. season. And by this season, I
0: don't think it has to be like, oh, it's summer. I think it means the season of our relationship.
1: Okay, so start over. What am I?
0: <laughs> what are you most excited about excited. in our relationship?
1: Um, in this season, I don't know that it has changed from any season. Maybe it has, but
0: what season do you think we're in?
1: What season do you think? We're, what season do you think we're in? <laughs> What do you mean?
0: So we've been uh, together. I know. For almost 10 years. I'm just saying. And I'm just wondering, Like, I think we're like, I would say maybe the third season. I don't know Third
1: though. season? Really? Third season? Yeah. Why? I don't the, know. What, do we have a year left to live? Do you know something? I don't know. <laughs> Who says there's like, four what seasons? Do you mean? There doesn't
0: have to be four seasons. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's always four uh, seasons. TV
0: shows, there's many seasons. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not talking about those. How long
1: is a season? How are you getting to third season? Well,
0: I don't know. I'm just making that up there's and pulling a season, out of my Is a season
1: three ass. years? I, I'm
0: pulling it out of my ass, but okay. I'm saying you we've got the initial get to know each other like honeymoon phase okay. of the relationship, which is a season. That's a whole season. Okay. And then I feel like there's oh, a then s- you
1: get the nerdy, the second, the nitty gritty, dirty the second
0: phase where it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: we are, yeah, we're we're still learning each other. We're now getting into like the where yeah. it's a little harder to deal with some things because we're actually dealing with the things that maybe in mm-hmm. the honeymoon phase you ignore. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like the third season is a little deeper than the second season mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. still dealing with those things and maybe you're getting there's to some the wisdom, core some of those but you de- yes you've got some wisdom and you understand mm-hmm. each other a little bit better so you could probably break this down into so many different you know levels or ways but the,
1: I, so based on that i would agree that that is the third season and i would believe i also would agree that there's great inter and intra um evolution happening among and within um and around and about but like so What's exciting about that is that, I think. I think that there is such a space right now for exploration and insight. And that is what's occurring. And I guess maybe I just thrive in that space because I am enjoying it. Even when it's not enjoyable. <laughs> you know, like even when it's hard. That yeah. I that there's this like different approach to the hard than there was maybe in season two.
0: I think that for me the reality of it is the hard is the hardest it's been but I feel like this is the season so far of the most growth Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's hard it's the hard is as hard as it is because we are diving so deep into it to understand it and to learn from it so we're not we're past the point of glossing over things, mm-hmm. and and just being like, "That's okay, that's okay." It's like, no, we actually, we really need to get to you know, understand each other more, yeah, and what we love, what we don't like so much, mm-hmm. and I think this is the season of the most growth. So I'm just yeah, I'm put that out there. Was I
1: supposed to answer that question or you? You did. Um, what I was going to say too is that I also think that it correlates with our age though too obviously like yeah. we're in the season of our life where if you're on the trajectory towards growth development transformation evolution that you're going to be doing that in your mid 40s like that's where it's going to be heightened you know that's where it's going to come to a, a real peak
0: <laughs> yeah well and i'm i'm hoping yeah <laughs> that's i'm hoping that's the case yeah yes Oh, wow. thunder? I just I know I saw a flash and I thought maybe it was your reflection wow. in the window, but okay. was, you know, we got another storm coming in. Okay. Um What ways can I honor you more?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you know the answer to this. <laughs> what do you think?
0: These are your questions. What You're just ways <laughs> can <laughs> you honor
1: me more? <laughs> hmm. I don't there's I mean it's, not, it's I'm not at a loss. I want to make that clear. Okay, I was going to say this is Definitely little, little not at a loss. To me. I'm just not sure where to start. <laughs> what you want to share
0: <laughs> what you want to put out there?
1: No, I just I what ways could you honor me more? I just think in general I feel like we struggle, you struggle to understand me as a human because we're very different. And so if that has to be the case, I think I would like that honored more, like this idea of like, I don't understand you, but I want to. Yeah. I think I'd like that, okay. to be honest.
0: Okay. I like and Maybe
1: not a but, an and. I don't understand you, and I want I to. I like
0: the way you just said that because <laughs> I think that the way I usually approach that is I don't understand... I don't understand you
1: i don't understand leave me alone yeah.
0: <laughs> no but i think it's more like but i want to support you but it's not i want to understand yes you. that is
1: such that is so, such an accurate statement and that irritates me it's like yeah. i don't want your re- support
0: it feels pity it feels pity. <laughs> it feels pity. i
1: said i've said that yeah, a lot do, i'm like i feel like you're before. pitying me i don't right. want your pity right like don't treat me like i'm a case or like you know this like delicate thing that oh i want to support you you it's like yeah. no that's not what's happening here
0: i'll have to remember that we're at
1: at odds you don't understand i want you to want to understand uh-huh. at minimum and what does that look like that looks a lot of ways but it, i don't usually see any of those ways coming from you <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> i got it i got it um anything anything more you want to add to that are you good no with that? i think that summarizes okay. it for you okay well. Um, well then I'll skip that question. So, uh, what are a few ways I need to be more understanding? So (laughs) I think we answered that one. Okay. Um, What strengths do I bring to our relationship?
1: What strengths do you bring to our relationship? Where do I start? I'm not at a lot. You're
0: not at a lot, are you sure about that?
1: No, seriously, there's a lot. But obviously I think that your sense of calm and um, thoughtfulness before reacting is like the greatest strength. You do bring a lot of wisdom. There are times when you say things and I'm like, oh shit that was good like have I just not been listening this whole time or did that just come out of nowhere like then I could question myself (laughs) (laughs) but um no so yeah that there's just you do have this ability to sit back and reflect on a situation it takes you longer than it takes me but it's often done with greater care and therefore the benefit is greater if that makes sense
0: it does and what i'm learning on that side of it is that there's a time and place for everything what do you
1: mean by that, that yeah. i usually don't like it when you say that i'm like no there's no what you I, rely what I, on that rule too much no what i said, <laughs> what i'm
0: saying by that is what you just said is sitting back and taking more in before i react i'm learning in this relationship especially like you can't use that all the time there's sometimes you need to react I need to react quicker. I need to react. There's been a
1: couple of situations lately where I have chosen not to react, which is a good thing, and also sort of just kind of sat still and watched you step in in a way that was beautiful because I feel like you, it's not like you, you stepped in a way, you stepped in in a way that wasn't avoidant or dismissive of what needed to be said in that moment. So you were able to say the right thing in that moment. And then you were able to follow up when you had more time to maybe think and gather all your insights Mm -hmm. and add on to that. So it was such a beautiful, like, play, like, really, (laughs) like, the way it worked out, because it's, like, you you weren't you weren't betraying yourself in any way. You were acting upon your strengths because you were waiting, you were collecting, you were. But you also weren't too analytical. You were, I think, allowing the feelings to come in and be there and attuned. Um, but at a pace that felt safe for you and also accommodated the needs of everybody else in the room, if that makes sense.
0: Makes sense to me. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I am I'm working on that because I tend to operate from a place of I need to bring forward a solution right off the bat. Yeah. And recognizing that I don't have to have a solution, but I do need to tend to the feelings that I'm having and other people are having. Yeah. In the moment. Yeah. And not wait until I'm searching for a solution about how am I gonna how am I gonna take care of everybody in this and no that's not mm-hmm. what it's about
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it felt good it feels good to be able to
1: i mean i keep replaying that, work on that. obviously i'm not going to share the details of it because it's a yeah. it would compromise other people but like it was so beautiful i keep replaying that whole scenario in my mind in a way where it's like wow you really you were the man like for real like you really Damn, girl keep you going were there for- keep going <laughs> it was
0: good Okay. Well I'm gonna I'll end that on that note before it okay. turns into something else. <laughs> Do you feel more emotionally connected than we did early in our relationship? There's only one right answer to this.
1: Um yes.
0: Okay. Good. I mean if you said no, I would be I'd be pretty distraught over that. So
1: You would be. Yeah. Distraught. Okay.
0: I would be. I would be at this point. Of like,
1: course. I would be hello? distraught if you, I asked you the same question <laughs> and you said no. No, I think early on we we're would closer. Be. <laughs>
0: Um, what were some things we used to do before we were married that you miss now? Before
1: we were married? Mhm. Oh, so many. What do you mean? We did so many fun things before we were married. <laughs> we traveled up north a lot. We did a lot of like, I feel like we did a lot more like physical activity together. We did like, we did. we did like lots of running together. We did lots of biking together. We kayaked. We just,
0: I feel like we're,
1: we did fun things. I feel like
0: we're a little closer to getting um, back to some of that. Yeah. We've been doing yoga together. We've been running a little bit together. Yeah. We just talked about, you know, this whole thing when we went to Saga Talk, it was kind of on the back burner and we had brought it up earlier but then it was kind of like and you actually saturday you said it and i said you said i was thinking maybe we could go tomorrow and i said oh my god i was actually thinking the same thing i hadn't said it yet but like i woke up saturday morning and i was like it's a nice weekend like maybe Mm -hmm. we could go to soccer and again i just hadn't put it out there but then you said it and i was like yes but so and we talked about you know going back up to traverse city going up to the uh, leelanau um Mm -hmm. and we just there's a lot of things and i think you know as life changes and stuff but we're getting to a point where we're getting back to a little bit more freedom
1: maybe knock maybe on wood.
0: knock on wood we'll see i don't want to jinx you know anything. what we're gonna
1: do together though huh i haven't shared this with you yet i think we're gonna try to well we can't really do it together we're gonna pursue it together i think
0: we're gonna go to athleta
1: no tm
0: <laughs> oh do you know what that is yeah transcendental meditation yeah okay we're gonna go to uh, south america and do it
1: no we're gonna go to ann arbor and do it probably
0: oh okay <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> we've heard we've, we've talked about it before, but I had my um, therapy session today, and I, I've been thinking about it a lot more lately because I just keep hearing about the benefits of it, and it irks me that it's like this copyrighted thing that you have to pay massive amounts of money to access. But I was talking to, um, my person about it and she was kind of like, I mean, if you can make it happen, the benefits that it pays out last a lifetime. And she was, you know, talking to me about the real science behind it and she doesn't even do it. But I was just like, but what about other, you know, other meditative practices that are going to act on the same principles? And she's like, yeah, you could look into this stuff, but anyways, um, I looked it up, and obviously there's one in Ann Arbor, and there's one in East Lansing.
0: Okay, and it's—I mean, basically, it's a class or series of classes, and once you get through that, like, it's not something you. Yeah, you can use it forever. You just do it yourself. But you're assigned, yeah. Yeah. You're
1: taught how to do it. You're assigned a personal mantra, which I think is based on your birthday. But okay, it's 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 a it's based on I believe it's sound is really important piece of this meditation. We have been
0: doing it. Uh, well, something similar, not the official version. It's not similar two. though. It's, it's not. not. Okay. No, because
1: you are you're re- you're saying the mantra. Okay. In in transcendental meditation, this it's not the same. Because
0: he talks about the mantra, and he says you can sign up, and he'll send you all the information you need. Because I think he did the class initially, but anyway, he does his own little. It is because you can't use this. Right. Exactly. So. So
1: yeah, okay. I think we gotta bite the bullet and do that.
0: All right. Well, mm, well, <laughs> well, I'm on board with it, but we we'll talk about that. We got. Some <laughs> things that we need to, we need to do before we can all the celebrities are doing bite that it, bullet Jim.
1: dax does it uh-huh howard stern does it
0: i know i know <laughs> um all right well we're getting close to wrapping up here okay are you satisfied with the amount of time we spend together
1: no i don't like that you go to work every day
0: well i agree with that i was gonna say i it, when i initially read that question uh, i thought well we spent a lot of time together and it's really nice the reality is, am I satisfied with it? I've told you this before. Like, no, if I could, I'd want to spend more time with you. Uh huh. So I always want to spend more time with you. There's not uh-huh. enough time in a day.
1: Mm-hmm. I get it. But I want to spend more time with me too. <laughs> <laughs> the daytime, like... I feel like it was the best time to spend together too. It's like oh, that's that's the thing. You, you miss Got to work in the evening. That's the whole
0: thing. You miss out on the whole day. A lot of <laughs> Saturdays, you work during the day for a couple hours. It's not it's not a huge uh-huh. impediment to It's but, the first
1: half of the day, which but is the first It's the best first half, half of the day. day. It's
0: waking up, you get ready, you go. You know, I'll sleep in a little bit longer, get up, maybe do some chores around here. But yeah, it just it's we don't get we get a lot of time together, but it's not yeah. it's not the right time. Always. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna end on this one.
1: Oh, I don't wanna end.
0: Oh well, keep going but um, do I tell you I love you enough
1: yes do I, think... I tell you I
0: love you too much
1: no, you're, no. Sure? you're
0: sure about that
1: yeah I say it more than anybody
0: you do not say I love you to me more than I say it to you well
1: because that's just sometimes I'm mad at you so I'm like thank you
0: <laughs> all, okay. the, all the time is that
1: but like in general in life I say it a lot like I, I, I'm one of those people that just says it yeah. like all the time because it could be the last time kind of people
0: yeah <laughs> you I, I give you that you say it in a way I think for you that it's a neurotic it's I love a neurotic i love you like if <laughs> this might be the last chance i get to say it i say it because i genuinely am like i need you to know how much i love you and okay care it's about both
1: me. because i don't just say it to everybody <laughs> well
0: i know that i'm just saying it's kind of funny because there is a point like if we hung up and didn't say i love you for some reason you will immediately call back and say uh uh-huh. i love you you didn't say i love you like I yeah love you. i
1: don't know how you get on a phone call that way yeah a few months ago i don't even think i told you this did i tell you this
0: i don't know what I, a few months ago is how you can gonna start it out and say I think I told I don't I feel think like I, told you this. I feel like
1: I was talking to Christopher and Katie's dad and like out of habit like I hung up and said I love you <laughs> It was so. Awkward. Do you know? I don't even think he okay, heard it.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there, and I don't think <laughs> I've ever said this to you. But you talk to him quite a bit about the kids.
1: Because he, yes, I, I prefer mean, texting, but he doesn't, so he'll call me.
0: Right, it's just a quick phone call. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that all the time. It's one of my. I don't want to say it's a fear, but
1: the, I'm afraid. I'm gonna say it. You're
0: gonna say I love you. <laughs>
1: I said it. I think about that all the time. I said it recently. And I mean, I don't even know if you heard it. Obviously, both of us know that it was a mistake because we do not have that kind of relationship. But I was just like, oh, my God, I did it. Cause I feel like sometimes I, there's like just this like muscle memory where I, you're just like, okay.
0: Yeah. I understand that. But yeah, it is, it is like something that I, every time you guys have a conversation on the phone, not, not for any other reason than just like that habit that you just talked about. Yeah. Like you're just used to like, oh, I, I, whatever, I'm hanging up with this person and you don't, aren't thinking uh-huh, about it. uh uh-huh. Yeah. It yeah Cause especially
1: me... like half the time I think I'm talking to Christopher when I talk to him. Right. I even do that for some reason when I text him by mistake. I like got, I'm trying to text Christopher and I'll pull up his name mm-hmm. and text and it's like, well, how did i even do that they don't even have similar names like it's weird but maybe they have the same last name and that's why it (laughs) throws me off but um yeah no that's funny though on that note there isn't i don't know if you've noticed this or not but i've noticed this and i've actually verbalized this to other people there are some people that it's easy to say i love you too than others like and it's usually
0: of course you know
1: but it's not the relationship like there will be people of equal standing in my family that stand at the same tier mm-hmm. and one personality is a i love you type of guy and the other is not and you don't exchange that you, like you don't exchange the i love you's is liberally you know what i'm right. saying it's it's like maybe a once every five years situation where the other one's like every time you it's just very easy and casual
0: i feel that with my family and i'm like as i get older i feel the desire to say it more okay but at the same time i feel weird about saying it because yeah. it's just not something that i typically say and so i think there's a part of me that's like oh if i say it then that could like lead when i say lead to something else but like am i jinxing something else by saying that that's like so you said it's that what you just said about you know well it could be the last time so i say it it's like yeah well if i start saying this does that somehow set off some yeah. other weird chain of events that like oh my god like so it's
1: that's not it's the pretty, way i look at it i think, I think to me, it it's like i don't want to make the other person uncomfortable and maybe i don't want to be uncomfortable yeah. if they're uncomfortable. Comfortable. Because I'll even like, to be honest with you, like as you get older too, it changes. Like, I feel like with my dad, I'm just going to use this as an example. It's a frequent, it's always, I love you, I love you, I love you. And you know what? Maybe it's the same thing where it's like this neurotic thing for him too. Like, I don't know if I'm, I, I, you I, again.
0: I, I would, I would bet it with is. With my alike. mom,
1: that is very seldom is yeah. that said. Yeah. And it's interesting because as a child, it was never like that. Like, but I just things change when you become adults, I guess. Yeah. um So, we, you know, we grew up in a family where there was lots of I love you. as I know some families, doesn't mean that they don't love you but they just don't say it right right? of
0: course but like absolutely
1: it's so and then i have like a brother where it's just like we could just exchange it so easily like and then another brother it's like that doesn't it's known but we don't say it it Uh would be too awkward to say it yeah do you know so it's
0: a little too vulnerable and even with your kids
1: there's one that it's freely exchanged all the time and then there's another one where it's like we save that for certain occasions you know
0: <laughs> you know what's funny though is because I, I will say that with i and i hear you completely and like with your kids you say it to your kids all the time so you'll be uh-huh. on the phone with them if they're at their dad's house and mm-hmm. you'll end it with i love you and they're on speakerphone and i'm like i love you like and i don't think twice about it like it's not even a thing that mm-hmm. you know it's just mm-hmm. of course i'm saying it mm-hmm. and i do say it to my kids too but mm-hmm. it is a little bit It's just different a little bit, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And yeah, it's, and I've tried to, I guess, as they get older, you know, like be a little bit more with my kids, obviously, especially, but Mm -hmm. a little bit more physically affectionate, Mm -hmm. like give them hugs and put my arm around Mm -hmm. them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I've recognized like, I don't want to, I don't want to lose that where that Mm -hmm. becomes weird or that becomes a thing where we don't say I love you or like Mm -hmm. we don't like leave each other's presence without a hug or something like that. I don't do it all the time, but I'm just saying to make it take away any awkwardness where that you know that level yeah. of affection feels I, yes because weird.
1: once you lose it it is hard to get back to i think that that's what i've noticed with yeah. some of these where it's exchanged less but and they
0: don't like they don't push back at all it's not even about that it's right. just a matter of like but i think as
1: you get older it yeah. gets like i think that that can happen yeah. do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but yeah but then you also have to like honor other people like maybe they're just not that right. they're they're just not into that and that's okay like you know like of course. That's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's 100% fine. Yeah. I just don't want to like set that stage like, this is the kind of dad or person that I am. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be, I, yeah. I want to well, be affectionate. I yeah. want to
1: be. Well, you're doing good. You're there. Oh, You're there. Well, yeah. I'm it was right like there. like last night when gonna, Nick and I'm Katie gonna... were leaving, for example, though. Maybe you don't get, we'll I have to ask you. You know, Nick always gives big tight squeezes mm-hmm. or whatever. And then Katie always gives a side hug. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's the last night I was like, oh, do I get a side hug again? And she's like, what? It's what I do. <laughs>
0: Well, you were actually, it was funny because they were leaving and you were upstairs in bed and they were like, oh, bye. And I gave them a hug and uh-huh. did that. And I was like, you can go up and say, you know, goodbye and good night.
1: Well, you know what? Thanks for giving that permission because maybe they couldn't have Jim. Maybe I wasn't dressed. I don't know. Well, I knew you were. So well, what if I wasn't?
0: <laughs> that would have been a first. <laughs> I was willing to take that chance. I was okay? like,
1: "Oh, they're co- okay. You guys are coming." I was up the willing downstairs. to.
0: Oh, is that way? Yes, <laughs> no, I but, could have been on the toilet. <laughs> well, you would have said something <laughs> at that point. So, I was willing to take that risk. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's. I to me, it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I want to make sure that." It's like, no, it actually it does. It mm-hmm. means something to me. It, it so I want to make sure I can continue that.
1: Yeah i agree
0: okay okay well that's all i have i had more more questions i could have asked you but i think we kind of captured the important ones and i will leave the other ones out because i got answers okay. that i liked from what you had to oh, say so you okay. like these questions this i was, did like these questions okay I thought of you course might. i did I you might
1: of course i did of course you did do you want to are you feeling jealous that you didn't get asked those same questions
0: here's what i'll say about that <laughs> is that in a way yes Oh, okay. However, I'm not always the best with words and expressing things in a way that I want them to come across. Okay. So my own issue, problem, I would worry that I would answer them and I would leave something out that would not feel like the answer you got matched what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. and then you would be like kind of let down or feeling like okay you don't you know and so i have insecurity around that because like if i could transport my feelings to you like Mm non-verbally i mean i try to do that but i'm saying like like a tree (laughs) hopefully i could exude this massive amount of like loving energy to you and you would take that all in and just know wouldn't that be nice we could all do that I know, but I'm I'm especially sometimes when it comes to saying what I want to say doesn't come out right. So, so part of me says yes, I would love for you to ask me those questions because I want to tell you how and much I of you love says, you. Part says I'm afraid that, you would says, let you I'm afraid that I would let you down. Part of says I'm afraid that I would let you down with my answer. That's the honest <laughs> truth.
1: Okay, well, I think that you would. I think that you do just find answering from your heart. If you don't have anything from your heart, that's okay. I
0: do. That's the problem is you're going to say, <laughs> speak from your heart. And I'd be like, I am. And well, you're that's like, that's really? No, I'm kidding. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. Well, I love you. I love you
1: too. Bye. Bye.